Will you accept this rose? Break. How is everybody doing? It is a Tuesday, October 26th, the second episode of Michelle's Bachelorette season just finished airing, and Joey is here as well. Joey, how you doing? I'm doing great. Yeah, a lot to unpack tonight, and I am excited. A, a lot to unpack tonight. Now, Joey, this is my nightmare. This is my night, my absolute nightmare, because you were right. Anytime you are right and you are this spot on correct, and he is, oh my gosh, if you people could see him right now, he is smiling ear to ear. He is bouncing around right now. He is giddy. He is absolutely giddy, and it is my nightmare. It is everybody's nightmare because all Joey is going to talk about, I know if, if, if we didn't put a time cap on this podcast, you would just brag about how you were right all episode. I mean, you would do it all night long. If you could, I know that for a fact. So Joey, let's just get this out of the way. Katie and Blake, you have, you have not been shy at all about the fact that I think what you said was Katie does not like Blake at all. You said that she didn't like him at all. Not even like, just like a, like, you know, like even just a tiny bit, like she just completely despised the guy is basically what, what you said. Is that, is that right? Yep. 100%. Honestly, oh that God. was my call oh my all along. It wasn't even like that. Yeah. Katie didn't like Blake at all. Not a little bit, not 10%, not 20%, not 30, 0%. It's it like if, if some of you is all in, It'd be the exact opposite of that. It was right. No, that's what zero percent would be. <laughs> that's that's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank was... you for explaining what zero percent is to our audience. Yeah. I just yeah. I mean, anyway, you it, you can say it any different way. It all means the same thing. Katie didn't like Blake at all, and Blake <laughs> didn't like Katie at all. I called this from a mile away. I said it multiple times, and I hate to say it, but I was right. Yeah. Okay. We know you were right. Um, I think Ty David, who listens to this, um, owes you and has been on our finale. He owes you 20 bucks. Um, so Ty, you owe Joey, uh, 20 bucks. Um, Joey, you owe me 40 bucks. So can we, can, 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 can I, I think I need to create a little thing here where Ty does not have to pay you until you have paid me for the bets that we've made prior to the bet that you made. Does that sound fair? You dish out the 40 bucks and then we can, you know, get Ty on about, about paying you the 20. All right. How about this? Ty, if you're listening, what up? And Ty, 
you you just go ahead and straight straight Venmo Fonz. Just just don't even Venmo me. Venmo Fonz the twenty. We'll take it off my ledger, and then I'll owe you twenty still. <laughs> That's not easier. <laughs> That's not easier. You could just okay. <laughs> Joey, don't. Why do you have to make simple things complicated? <laughs> Why do you have to? Why is Ty Venmoing me twenty, and then you're Venmoing twenty? That's that's what you want to do? Yeah, just pay it forward. You know? Okay, okay. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, but Joey, you were right. I just I'm 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 kind of shocked. I again I'm I'm not the most elite bachelor mind um, in in the world, but it just and I even said this on the last episode. It just seems so soon. It seems so early for um, for. For, for these two to break up. It just seems like the finale was just yesterday to me. It was a couple months ago. It pretty much was just yesterday. It seems so early for this to all happen, but there's a Bachelor account, uh, Instagram account. It's a great account. I've talked about it before. It's called Bachelor Data. So shout out to them and be sure to follow them if you don't already because they put together a ton of like awesome data. They really like kind of quantify things and put them in graphs and stuff, and it's really cool. And they showed like how long Bachelor couples last. And Katie and Blake, I mean, they're on par with everyone else. <laughs> this is just this is just what happens in Bachelor Day. This is the worst way to find love in the world. There is no worse way to find love than to go on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. It is almost a guaranteed death sentence. Uh, we learned that uh, from this this Bachelor data post. Joey, any thoughts on just how quickly these these people break up? I, I assume who Michelle's going to end up with. I hate to say it because I want nothing but the best for Michelle, but I assume they're going to break up. Am I wrong? No, unfortunately, you're spot on. Um, yeah, I agree. Not a not a great face place to find love. Great place to find Instagram followers, as we know. But the thing is, that doesn't surprise me. I was actually wondering if Bachelor Data had uh, compiled the list. And the thing is, with Katie and Blake specifically, I had, I had to circle it back, back around one more time to, oh to them. Oh um, <laughs> um, the thing is with them, you could totally tell she liked Greg a lot. You could tell on the season. You yes, could tell. I, I do agree with on that. After yep. the final rose, she was all in on Greg. And when Greg left on his own, Katie was frustrated. She was mad. And basically... Going with the the next whoever it was, Blake or literally whoever else was there at the end, because again, like it's a process, right? So she had to go through the process, and literally it was Blake, it was whoever. She clearly wanted Greg the most. Um, it was gonna be the same result. She didn't really have feelings for anyone else but Greg at that point, and I literally think this is how it went. She, you're so confident right she, now. Now that you're right, you're just so confident. <laughs> you think you're just an expert on all this stuff. Okay, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. Go ahead. I think this is exactly how it went. Katie chose Blake, then Blake proposed, and then they they went through the motions, and immediately after they wrapped the final set, Katie pulled Blake aside and said, "Hey, Blake, <laughs> you know that was all for show, right? You you know I don't actually like you, right?" And he's like, "Oh." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's cool. It's cool. I know. I don't really like you either. And they're like, perfect. We had a great understanding. And then they posted on Instagram. Oh, I love you so much. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is so sweet. We're sweet. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, guess what? That was all fake. And guess who sniffed it out? Reality Ryan. Okay. 
Okay. Oh my gosh, this is my nightmare. This is my <laughs> this is my actual nightmare. This is everybody's nightmare. Everybody's nightmare. Joey was right, and it is a nightmare for everybody but Joey. Everybody but Joey. It's an absolute nightmare. Oh, man. Um, this, is a, this is probably the arguably the best day of my life. I know. I knew. I knew. As soon as I saw that they broke up, I was like, oh my God, Joey on the podcast is going to be unbearable. Um, yeah. Um, like, like I said, I, I don't think you're right. I, I don't think Katie, I think this is what I said. After Katie broke up with Greg, I thought they were going to shut down shop. I mean, Katie literally said, book me my flight home. I'm out of here. And so my thought was they are going to shut down shop. It's game over. Um, because clearly her feelings for Greg were, were, were far, you know, superior than, than anybody else there. But then she kind of got right back into it. And, and I was really surprised of the fact that they even continued the show after they let Greg go. Um, my question for Reality Ryan is, is there any chance Grippo might connect back with Katie? Because that was the real connection there, was Grippo and Katie. So is there any chance that that could potentially happen? <laughs> I just have to take a moment here. And I love the fact that you're calling him Grippo. <laughs> <laughs> He's referred now to Grippo. He's just straight Grippo. From here on out on Brosner Break Room, we refer to Grippo as Grippo. Right, right. Grippo is <laughs> Grippo. There is absolutely no Greg. It's just Grippo. So what are, what are the odds that Grippo gets back with, uh, with Thurston? Well, it's interesting because I could see them potentially getting back together or being in talks. Um after the, the the breakup here with Katie and Blake. I would love it. Um, and yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, it's so interesting. I've been seeing like TikToks and other things. So, you know, they're hanging out. The Bachelor fraternity, Andrew West. Um, I don't know. Some of the other guys. They're Gri- all Gri- they're, Grippo. Grippo. They're all good friends. They're all they're good all friends. friends. Mike. Yeah. I see Mike. Yeah, yeah Mike. Yeah, he Mike, hangs with them a lot. Yeah. 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 And uh, Connor B. And yeah. one thing I think it was like a TikTok from Connor B., and he's like, what do, what do people always ask you? And he's like, girls always asking for Greg's or sorry, for Grippo's number. And <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> OK, it, Grippo's number. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't really roll off the tongue. <laughs> Grippo doesn't really roll uh, off the tongue. But OK, uh, no, but, we're, we're not going to stop calling him. Grippo. No, no, we yeah, have to. We, he's, no, Grippo. It's Grippo. he's Grippo. Um, and it's just so funny because. Then he's always like, oh, yeah, all the girls are always asking about Grippo. So, I don't know. I think Grippo might have some uh, some more prospects now. And Katie, I don't know if she's in the mix anymore for, yeah. for Grippo. Yeah, it's very know. it's very possible. You seem to think that that's, that's what you always hope for with the Batser contestants you like, is that they get sent home by the lead. But then your thought is that they, they found some semi-fame from the show, and in return chicks are going to be all over them and then they're going to find love that way you seem to think that that's the way it's going to go it doesn't ever really surprise me that bachelor couples break up i think it's a bummer i want to see bachelor couples stay together more i think it's good for abc to have the marriages work i think that it be, because i think i've said this before in the podcast joey if all let's say hypothetically all of these marriages worked every single one of them resulted in a lasting marriage or the grand majority of them resulted in a lasting marriage i would be watching this on a little more pins and needles thinking holy smokes this is a real 
marriage. This is real life. This is, but I'm not. I'm watching this, you know, for you know, for the the bro drama and for the laughs and for for everything else. But I'm not watching this thinking that this could be a real marriage. So I think it's a bummer that these marriages don't work. But I think the biggest reason they don't work is the cameras. They are only there in front of camera people. Joey, do you remember when you went to? Where did you go again in Minnetonka? Uh, Fletcher's. You yeah, went to Lord, Lord Fletcher's. Lord Fletcher's. And you saw, Joey, when they were on a date, there were like 30 producers there with them and like 30 cameras. And the producers are kind of telling them what to do. I mean, there's not any like real connection. There's no intimacy there when you have all of those camera people around. To me, it's not about the cameras. It's about the actual camera people that are everywhere that would make things seem so like artificial and so fake to me. So... It's like once those cameras are off, can you make it work? It's not surprising to me that these couples can't because I think that they're actually starting to date for the first time. Really, once those cameras are off, I think that's when that's like their first day of dating to me. Not anything that happened on the show. To me, what happened on the show with all of those cameras, the producers, people kind of telling you what to do, where to go, maybe even maybe telling you what to say. That's not real. So it's like, can you make it work without the cameras? Most of these couples can't. I'm not surprised by that. I am surprised that they break up this early. I just think it's bad for the show. I just think it's a bad look for The Bachelor. But apparently <laughs> apparently people don't really care, right? Like nobody cares. I think it's just kind of like par for the course. Yeah, like people just kind of accept it and then they move on. <laughs> There's right. probably a new season already airing. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's, uh, but yeah, sometimes, I don't know, sometimes when you call it from a mile away, you just got to, um, yeah, and remember... Do you remember how how you guys all thought I was crazy for making that hot take? Yes, we did think you were crazy. <laughs> we, we did think you were crazy, and I'm going to pull a clip. I don't want to pull this clip, but I'm just going to appease Joey because he was right, and I'll admit that he was right. We're going to pull a clip here. We're going to play this from our season finale of Katie's season. This is Joey saying that... What did you say here? You said that uh, uh, Katie does not like Blake at all, I think is what you're saying here, and you're, and you're breaking that down for us. So, as I mentioned a lot, I didn't like Blake at, at all. Didn't like him when he was on the season, didn't no. like him at night, didn't like him at all. But more importantly, neither does Katie. I don't think she likes him. <laughs> Are you Okay, she likes That's him. Not That's true. Let's Katie pump actually the brakes. does like Let's him. Let's pump Come the brakes on. here, Havlick. Katie Ooh. doesn't like... I mean, she clearly likes the guy. Now, did she like him as much as Greg? No. Is Blake second rate compared to Greg based on what we got shown on the TV? Yeah. But to say that Katie just doesn't like him is a Joey exaggeration if I've ever heard one, but okay, continue. Doesn't like him. <laughs> I'm, con I'm convinced. I'm convinced she doesn't like him at all. <laughs> okay. Like literally, I agree. I I was totally crunching that they both were going home because why? She doesn't like either of them. She didn't like Justin or Blake, and it was, in my opinion, it was a total consolation prize. I would say this is the the least connection I've ever seen on the show, and and it's funny because I know everyone. How has... dramatic is Joey being right Joey's now? Joey's face right now is driving me nuts. I Joey's dra dramatics at the moment are next level. Literally. No connection, and this is why. <laughs> this is why. You ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready, Joey. Blake, he always, she would ask him a question, and if you looked at it, he would just try to give the best possible response. It was like he was in an interview. It was like she asked a question, and he would just try to calculate out the best possible response he could. Okay, so, so there it is. There, there. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a clip of Joey uh, talking about Blake. It does seem dramatic to me. I mean, I understand, but your dramatics there were pretty next level, wouldn't, wouldn't you say? I mean, I understand that you were right, but you know. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you gotta, you gotta add add some, <laughs> add some uh, dramatic, yeah, add, add some dramatic effect in there. I mean, yeah, there's no I shortage mean, of it, you doing that. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, usually I, I'm, I'm uh, known known to be, uh, you know, kind of over the top at times, but uh, yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a bold prediction. Could have gone either way for me, but uh, you know, happened to be happened to be right on that one. Yeah, you happen to be right on that one. All right, well, um, let's get into this episode of The Bachelor at. I liked this episode, Joey. I liked it a lot more. A lot of questionable moves by some of these guys. You remember Plans Carl? We talk about Plans Carl all the time. We talked about him on Katie's season. We talked about him on Paradise. I love Plans Carl. I think he's hilarious. He has plans for everything. And I feel like we have two Plans Carls on this season of The Bachelorette. We have two Plans Carls. One of them is a Peter which we're going to get into a Peter here in a second. This guy seems like Plans Carl on steroids. This guy ha- feels the need to constantly be standing out, to constantly be making an impression, to be going over the top constantly. The, the biggest thing that the guy did that drove me crazy was Michelle said, spell entrepreneur. And he spelled entrepreneur and just put a piece of pizza <laughs> down below. <laughs> and Michelle, Michelle's like, why is there a pizza there? He's like, yeah, pizza. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. I own I own pizza. There's a pizza, right? And Michelle's like, no, like, why do you have a pizza up there? Like, he, he's just breaking his back to go over the top, to be seen, to be recognized. He keeps thinking he's doing so well. And the other plans, Carl, of course, we have is Jamie, which one of the most questionable moves I've ever heard in my entire life uh, was him going up to Michelle. So we'll talk about that in general. So, Joey, just kind of high-level thoughts on the episode. What did you think? Uh, getting to know these guys a little bit better. What are your thoughts on the squad that we have this season? And if any of them may be uh, right from the show. Yeah. I mean, this episode definitely was a lot more action packed than what we got in the first episode. I will say, um, you know, everyone always says this early on because you don't know the guys or the girls that well. Um, people will say, Oh, they got, they got dealt not good guys or not good girls. And, and, Normally, I'm kind of like, yeah, but we don't know them that well yet. I will say on Michelle's season, from what I've seen so far, that does seem kind of true. Like, a lot of the guys are like, come on. All of them? No, a lot of them. A not, lot of them. So it's all just, of them. Right. Because I, what I'm thinking is you might get dealt maybe a bad hand, but when you got 30 dudes... I mean, there's bound to be a couple good guys in there, right? So you're just thinking, like, the majority of the guys just kind of suck. I mean, it just seems like a lot of guys don't have a chance on the moon. I mean, it's just, it just, they'll talk to her and it's like, yeah, next. Like, you can tell she's going through the motions because she has to because she's on a TV show. Right. But, like, there's no chance these guys have any chance, like, at all. <laughs> That's what like, Joey literally kept, at all. That's what Joey kept saying. We were watching the episode together. A guy would talk to Michelle, and then afterwards, Joey would be like, that guy's got no chance. This guy's got no chance. Joey just thinks none of these guys um, have any chance. I kind of know what you mean. I kind of feel like 
we're going to get an A team and a B team here pretty quickly, you know? You know what I mean? We're going to kind of figure out who these A team guys are that are probably going to go pretty far. We're also going to know who the scrubs are here pretty soon. And I think we're kind of already starting to learn who the, the scrubs are um, a little bit. So we start out with the group date. And it's a back-to-school group date, Joey. Joey, hey, Joey, did you know that Michelle was a teacher? Did you know that? She, she was actually a teacher uh, before the Bachelorette stuff. Did you, did, you, did you know that? Wait, she was a teacher? She was. She wait, was actually did, a teacher. Wait, did, did she also play basketball? I, I think she was a basketball player and a teacher as well. I'm not, I'm not completely sure, though, because ABC's only shown me that she's a teacher about uh, 1,500 times here um, between the promos, between Matt's season, and now getting into it. Like, we get that she's a teacher, but okay, all right. You know, I'll, I'll let it slide, but whatever. We got to do what we got to do. Um, so we're going to do a back-to-school date. That's fine. Um this is where Peter really took over as one of the just nuttiest out of control guys I've, I've, I've seen. Like I said, I think he's like the new plants, Carl, but he's like on steroids because there's, he's, he's more like clueless to reality. Like he, he, he keeps seeming to think that he's like making a good connection with Michelle. Like he draws a pizza and says, Hey, I'm a pizza entrepreneur. And he seems to think that that's like good, that that's like helping him move his relationship farther. And that's like him making a connection with Michelle. He continues to say, I have by far the best romantic connection with Michelle, but he doesn't, he doesn't have any romantic connection with Michelle. I haven't seen him kiss her. I haven't seen him do anything with her. I only see the guy going absolutely nuts the the when i knew peter i knew peter was nuts when they were playing musical chairs which i mean come on abc you just got the dudes just going around playing musical chairs um peter with musical chairs you know when you get to the last chair in musical chairs the winner's really going to be determined by what time the music turns off and who's facing the chair right it's not like, like it's complete luck and so peter was on the other side of the chair when the song ended, but he kept trying to grab the chair from under the guy. And he just kept, he kept doing everything in his power to just make sure the guy didn't sit on his chair as if he didn't win the competition. He would be like sentenced to death or something like that. That's the way he was acting when it came to that musical chairs thing. Um, and then, of course, Michelle asks how to spell narcissist. And this had to be <laughs> producer driven, right? I don't know why. She would ask him how to spell narcissist, but she did. And then Will writes Peter for how to spell narcissist, which is just absolutely brilliant. Uh, and Peter continued to think he was shining the whole episode. It's like he's got his plans. He's got his plans Carl style because he feels an over the top need to stand out. And he's also so distant from reality. And that's what I noticed about this guy. And I love it. I want Peter to stay on the show. I think he's hilarious. I think that it's I think it's the entertainment I'm looking for on this show. I want the dude, I'm glad he got a rose. I want the dude to stick around for no other reason than the laughs that I am getting from Peter. Joey, thoughts on Peter? Yeah, Peter is he was all right for me. Um um he felt uh, a little bit, I don't know. Yeah, he was doing some things over the top. I did think the I did think the pizza thing was funny. I agree with 
uh, I think it was like one of the fifth graders that said that it looked like an ice cream cone with no ice cream on it. Right. I definitely do agree with that. Actually, that was that was funny. Um, yeah, I don't know. Peter, I don't think he did as much for me as he did for, for you, maybe. Um, again, if he's going to be any sort of villain, he doesn't seem like that calculating. Um, well, he just know, seems nuts. I mean, you could realize, yeah, you could yeah. recognize how nuts he was during yeah. that group date, right? I mean, yeah, how I mean, over he the was, top he was. He was way over the top. I mean, it yeah. was it was funny how they were just both yelling at each other at the same time, talking over each other, and they weren't even actually getting any real words out, or like you couldn't even make anything out because they were just talking over each other. So he was, yeah, he was pretty funny. I don't know. I think he he's gonna be maybe kind of like a Carl. I don't even know. He might not even be as good, but I don't know. I'm yeah. Yeah, he, he he seems a little more. Yeah, I wouldn't say he was really calculated. It's just this over the top need to stand out and to be seen. And I get that with the Bachelorette. It's like when you are competing against so many other guys for the attention of one girl. Like I get that there are going to be guys that are going to do everything in their power to stand out, and that's exactly what Carl was like. And now that's what this guy is like here. I just thought the dude was just nuts, and that's kind of what I want. I want like crazy dudes, you know, running around. Like, TV screen like that's what I want in this show so I was a Peter fan for that reason I thought he was I thought he was hilarious and like I said I to me he kind of seems like plans Carl on steroids um, because he's so crazy um, and then during the one-on-one time I don't know if people caught this or not but one of the guys called Michelle bro <laughs> do you remember that <laughs> they're like playing cornhole whatever or whatever and Michelle shoots one and he's like oh bro like what are you doing there you know what I mean I just thought it was hilarious how the guy called her bro there's a lot of broy. i mean i expect on the bachelorette these guys are going to say bro a lot any thoughts on the dude i think you were the one who <laughs> brought that to my attention yeah no that was so funny when he's like he's like oh they're playing a uh, bag toss he's like oh yeah bro you could, good shot bro it's like wait wait a minute wait what what yeah we had to like do a double take i was like did what? he just call her bro did he, did he just call her bro it's so funny yeah. it reminds me of the the reverse when you like have a big crush on a girl and she like texts you like, "Hey, dude, things you never want to hear." That right? Like, hey, or, or, oh yeah, bro. Ooh, right. Take the wind out of my sail. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be called bro or like or like you're like a brother to me or something like that. Or <laughs> yes, it's that, not it's not what you want to hear. It's not really what Michelle wants to hear either. Is oh, bro? Like, come on. <laughs> like, I understand it. It was just kind of the guy's natural reaction, but uh, I I just thought it was kind of funny. One more thing on that. Have you noticed in general how much they say bro? Like, I think yes, if I anyone's do. out there playing a drinking game and they hear they drink every time well, they they're dead. say bro they're, they're dead if they're they probably that. passed out yeah on on their floor right now they're probably toast they're, they're probably passed out in a grave somewhere <laughs> if they're if they're doing it every time they say bro because yeah i mean on the bats right i mean it is insane how often these dudes say the word say the word bro so yeah i think he called her bro because i think that's just like the the main word in his vocabulary more than likely but um okay anyway peter goes to confront will about the fact that he wrote Peter for how to spell narcissist. And I don't remember exactly what happened between Peter and Will. I just remember I was loving it. I was just loving this banter between Peter and Will. It got really heated really quickly. And we are talking about some of the pettiest, dumbest stuff that just doesn't even need to be brought up. It doesn't need to be brought up. But at the same time, 
I'm so happy that stuff like this, it's what it's what keeps me coming back to this show, Joey, is just the petty bro drama of Peter confronting Will. Peter just goes, yeah, man, I thought it was really inappropriate for you to talk about, for you to spell Peter, for how to spell narcissist in front of Michelle and all the kids. And it, it's just amazing. I just, I, I absolutely loved it. And it got pretty heated and it got pretty loud. And Michelle said to Peter, you know, she's kind of having, you know, moments with all the guys and starting to get to know them a little bit better, sort of build more of a connection with them. But instead with Peter, she just said, hey, Peter, I was talking to someone. And I just heard a ton of yelling going on while that was happening. And Peter's just like, right, right. Yeah, there was there's a lot of yelling. Peter's just so far removed from reality. Um, he's like, yeah, yeah, right, right. And then Peter says that it's outside of his character to be like that. Um I think what he said is that needed to happen because someone had to be a little petty bitch, I think is uh, the, the words that, 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 that he used. Um, so I, I don't think this is outside of Peter's character. I think this is right inside the wheelhouse of who Peter is and what we can expect to see. He seems very conniving when he was talking to her saying, this is outside of my character. It's not like you know me to be like that. Uh, I think it is very, very much like him to be like that. If anything, if he is even remotely like the person he was on the group date, I think that is very, very indicative of his character. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I thought, I thought Peter was, was a, a little bit nuts. Many thoughts. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, yeah, Peter definitely seems like he's got a lot going on. I, I it's kind of TBD for me to see because sometimes these characters can like burn out bright. They can like come on like strong, like on episodes right. like this and it's kind of like, just kind of like fizzle out kind of quick, like kind of as fast as they came on so yeah it'll be interesting to see that's kind of what happened to carl yeah Yeah, that's kind of what happened to carl so it'll be interesting to see if it's sustainable i guess that's i'm i'm curious we'll see um yeah i don't know i I think uh peter's yeah he seems okay but i'm interested i guess to see what happens in the future with with him yeah uh hopefully he sticks around because like like i said i'm just i'm here for the bro drama peter provides a lot of bro drama uh jamie went on the one-on-one joey thoughts on jamie like now before we even get to him bringing up the stuff with joe and her knowing joe um and 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 jamie you know telling michelle that there's a lot of people talking about the fact that she knows joe before the show what were your thoughts on his one-on-one before we even got to all that stuff thoughts on jamie's one-on-one yeah, I mean, Jamie, so when they were on the rock climbing portion of the date, I mean, he literally said every single generic thing in the book. Like <laughs> anything, I mean, we've been watching the show. Now we've seen it three times in a row between Katie's season, Paradise, and now we're, we're going through a... Th- it's fresh in our memory. It's we, we very, got a very, very fresh, fresh in our memory, and we know how these kind of speeches go when you have the one-on-one and the things that you say to her on the one-on-one. I mean, at the same time, when you're so early into it, it's like, what are you going to say? What are you really going to say that's going to be you know, different than what everybody else says? Um, I agree with you. It did kind of seem like you know, kind of what we've heard time and time again, but at the same time, Michelle seemed really into him, don't you think? I mean, Michelle seemed like she really like this guy at least that's what i was picking up yeah i mean i guess i'm just at first talking about the uh, the initial portion of the date and the thing is the you don't have to say all the generic stuff though and again what you were saying about peter i think sometimes the harder you try like the 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 
worse it is, or, or, the, or like the harder you try, I think the more that the, they can pull away. Like for example, Greg, if you remember on his one-on-one dates, I think he had like multiple. Um, yeah, he had like three. Yeah, he had like he had like three dates, one-on-one dates, and he didn't do that. He kind of played hard to get. He remember he would flip the script on her right. a lot of the time, and he'd ask her like, "How are you doing? How are you feeling?" Versus just being like. You're my world. You light up. You light up the room. Any room you're in, like it just it just kind of comes across as kind of fake. Uh, so that yeah. So that was kind of like the initial part of the date, and then obviously the dinner, the dinner portion. Um, yeah, it sounded like he had a pretty rough upbringing, which honestly yeah, was very heavy stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was extremely, extremely, extremely sad. Um, you know, obviously that that was that was tough. So yeah, I don't know. It's um. Yeah, it was it was definitely interesting to see the the date as a whole in contrast to what happened later too, which I know we'll get into. Yeah, right, right. So that's kind of what I was thinking, and I kind of told you about that too. It's like when he was on the date itself, I was fine with him. I mean, I didn't I didn't really have any beef with him. I did kind of I do kind of agree with you. He was kind of saying the things that we've heard time and time again, kind of the generic things, you know, kind of maybe over the top things. I don't know if he said things like "You're my world," but he was <laughs> he was talking about you know you know how you know great she is and how excited he is, which I, honestly I don't really have any problem with that. But once they got to the the dinner portion of the date, you know, we talk about uh, opening up. You know, that's a that's a that's a real big thing. And um, you know, I've always kind of said I don't really like that because I feel like it's really early for a, lo- a lot of these people. I got to imagine aren't comfortable being vulnerable um, so early. But you, you don't really have a choice. You 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 really have to kind of get in there and and be vulnerable because time is so. Um, is so precious on this show and yeah Jamie really had a lot to 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 open up about about his mom's mental health and then his mom ultimately uh, committing suicide which is extremely sad Um, and to me I I could really appreciate like how positive his attitude was about all of that stuff it seemed like he had a really good attitude about it Um, he kind of said you know I I need to in order to love myself I need to love you know um, every aspect of my story or or or, uh, appreciate you know every aspect of my story and I was just kind of thinking it's kind of hard not to root for someone who has that kind of, you know, backstory and that uh, somebody that kind of maintains, you know, that level of positivity, because that was some that was some really heavy stuff. I would say maybe it's it's only happens about once or twice a season, I would say, where they really dive into stuff that that's that heavy. And they were really diving into it there. And that, that's kind of where it left me with Jamie is I was kind of thinking, man, I'm kind of rooting for this guy because it's just hard not to root for somebody with that kind of backstory where you kind of understand, you know, where he's been and some of the hardships that that that, that he's gone through, Joey. So so any thoughts on Jamie opening up the the the, the way that he did and, and Michelle really connected with it. And I, I think it went, it went really well um, for Jamie to open up the way he did. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously super, super sad. And I mean, it's obviously uh, just super, it's just, that was, that's such a difficult upbringing and I, it's hard to even relate to it. Um, but obviously yeah. it's just extremely sad that anybody has to go through that. And I think Michelle responded really, really well to it. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think you even mentioned, you're like, how could you root against a guy that had that tough of an upbringing? And I completely agree with you. But then it's funny because I don't even know. It's like the, the producers are almost so good. It's kind of scary. Oh, they're great. Yeah. Oh, they know what they're doing. Yeah, they know what they're doing. Because I think we even mentioned like 
it's kind of random that Jamie's getting the first one-on-one. Like, it just seemed kind of, like, kind of out of left field almost. But then it's like, oh, like, Jamie got the first one-on-one, and then you see the whole episode progress. Right. And immediately after his one-on-one, he's the one with this information. He makes information a total plans Carl move. Oh, yeah, my gosh. It, it's, I mean, it's like the producers had to have known about that a bit of information, right? It's like, it just seems so scripted. It's Maybe the just, producers asked him to say that or something like that. I mean, I would not be surprised. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I 100% do. It's so funny because it's almost like the producers tell them up front, all right, any of the contestants, any of the 30, do you have any dirt on anyone? And they have to like say it or something. You know what I mean? Because right. that's kind of how it felt because the producers seemed like they knew he had the dirt on Joe and then they like had him go on the one-on-one just so they, they could immediately show that he was a good guy and then immediately show he was a bad guy. And I mean, I mean, Jamie, just kind of getting into it now, Jamie, I mean, he was the one that self-sabotaged himself, though. Oh, my gosh. He literally, it's like you got the rose on, pinned on your chest and you got you got bulletproof armor on. You got you got ironclad steel armor. Yep. And you go right into a battle, and you take a grenade, put it in your mouth, and pull the pin <laughs> on yourself. That's like what Jamie did. Yeah, it, it, it kind of is. And yeah, I mean, let's let's get into that. Jamie kept talking about, to the other guys, you know, before he even talks about it with Michelle, he talks to the other guys about how he's bothered about the fact that she may have known Joe before the show even began. And she, and uh, Jamie had apparently heard from a friend that um, th- this friend saw Michelle at a club in Minneapolis, and it looked like she was booed up with a light-skinned baller, you know, quote-unquote, um, from according to what, what Jamie said. And Jamie's talking to the other guys about it. The other, he's like, There's like four other guys uh, during the cocktail party, and Jamie's just kind of mentioning, uh, mentioning this to them about, hey, Michelle might have known Joe beforehand, you guys. Why would she not tell us this? That's kind of messed up. Don't you guys think that's kind of messed up? And all the other guys are like, no. Like, we literally don't care. Like, it does not bother us at all if she knew Joe beforehand. Like, if she knows Joe, she knows Joe. Great. She's going to follow what she wants to do. We literally don't care. <laughs> Jamie just kind of continues to be like, yeah, well, I don't know. It just kind of kind of seems like a kind of a messed up thing um, to, to, to me. And I, I, I mean, I got to tell Michelle about this. I got to go and I got to I got to do something about this. I got to tell me. No, you don't have to tell Michelle about this. Nobody cares but you. You are the only person who's even thinking about the fact that she might know Joe. Nobody cares. Nobody's thinking about it. But instead, what Jamie does is he sits her down and what he says is well the first thing he said which i found incredibly ironic is he says well first of all i don't really care but what i've heard is that um you know you knew joe before the show and i'm thinking to myself what do you mean you don't care you are the only one you are literally the only one there who cares but he says oh i don't really care but well it's like you wouldn't bring it up if you didn't care i just thought it was ridiculous it bothered me and then she, he said that people are starting to question her authenticity and trust he said that to her. He said to Michelle, I've never seen this happen in The Bachelor or Bachelorette where people are kind of attacking the lead. And that's what he was doing here. He said that people, air quotes on people, is there ain't no people that are saying this. Only Jamie's thinking this. Nobody else cares. It was established that nobody cares. And what Jamie said is people are questioning 
her authenticity and her trust. And what Jamie says is that it's taking a life of its own. Jamie said that this whole thing of, 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 of Michelle potentially knowing Joe is taking a life of its own. And I'm thinking a life of its own. There is no life to this whatsoever. This is just you making up. This is you in your own head so far removed from reality. He wants the other people to be upset about this Joe thing. He wants the other guys there to be bothered about it because he's bothered by about, about it. But nobody even remotely cared and the grand majority of the guys didn't even know about it they weren't even talking about it because when michelle addressed it with the guys and i love the way she addressed this can we just talk about how much better michelle's i compare michelle to like if we're comparing her to matt james like matt would have never done this matt would have never like opened the floor up the way she did and say i i didn't know joe beforehand we had exchanged some messages a couple years ago i think is what she said which i do find kind of ironic because i think that she said that she had exchanged messages with joe a couple of years ago but it was established that it was during the george floyd time wasn't it then isn't that what what happened she said that she sent the messages a couple years ago but it seemed like it happened during the george floyd george floyd time which was just like a year ago right so i thought that was a little bit odd but yeah, that's what that's what it seems like. Um, yeah, I think they did mention it was around the George Floyd uh, time of the George Floyd riots. So, yeah, I guess I don't know. She said years, year. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, potato, I don't, potato. Yeah, potato, yeah. potato. I don't really think it matters to be honest. I've heard different different things. I, I've heard they never actually hung out though. That's so, what Michelle said, and I believe. Yeah, and I, and believe, I, I believe that. And for I sure. do, and I and I do too. So I I don't know. You know, years, year. You know, you know what, whatever. Um, and but, then she, yeah, go ahead, Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, she opens it up to everybody and she guys, she says, I just want to, because Michelle at this point is thinking to herself, these guys are questioning me. These guys are questioning my trust. She really believes this Jamie guy. Cause she had a great one-on-one with him. She has more trust with Jamie than just about anybody there because she's gotten that one-on-one time with him. So Michelle's really thinking to herself, my goodness, these guys are really questioning my trust. I need to open it up. She did. And then she said, I want to open it up for questions. If anyone has any questions about this, please let me know. And nobody had a question. It was silent in that room. And the reason it was silent is, again, nobody cared. Not one person cared. And Michelle even said, it doesn't seem like we should have a silent room right now. It seems like we have a group of guys who, some of whom are questioning my authenticity. And it seems like we should have questions or people, you know, kind of asking me about what it is that's that's going on with this situation. But instead, everybody was so confused and being like, did I miss something? It seems like Jamie, to me, is just completely removed from reality. This was a move where he wanted people to be upset about the fact that she knows Joe because he was upset about it. But nobody was. Nobody was upset. Most people didn't care. Most people had no idea what was going on. It was a total plans Carl move. It was the exact kind of thing that plans Carl would do. And then afterwards, people are coming up to Jamie and they're like, yeah, dude, that's kind of messed up that somebody told Michelle all that stuff. And Jamie was like, yeah, dude, that's like messed up. Like, I don't know who would do that. <laughs> and it was him. <laughs> like, he keeps talking. <laughs> like, he, I don't know. I, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous. Uh, I just ranted for a while there, Joey. What are your thoughts on uh, Jamie uh, telling Michelle um, all of this stuff? Yeah, like I was saying earlier, I knew when Jamie 
like I knew that was like the beginning of the end for him. I knew it wasn't good when he was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go talk to Michelle about this." Because, but what I didn't really realize though is he was actually gonna put her on blast. Like I thought he was just gonna throw kind of Joe under the bus more or less to try to get an advantage. But then it ended up actually coming off more the most the biggest tone was he was actually coming at her yeah, at it was Michelle. Ve- it was very pointed at yeah, her. Yeah, it was yeah. very pointed at her. And it was so interesting because it reminded me of, I don't know if you remember on Claire Crawley's very short season. Didn't watch. Uh, oh, you didn't watch that? No. Oh, okay. Well, there was a guy that came at Claire way, way, actually way worse than this even. I, I can't remember the guy's name. I was trying to actually look it up. But anyways, regardless, he came at Claire hot. Like, it was really, really, really bad. It was the worst I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. It was it was, it was, <laughs> in, it was intense. But it was kind of like that just to a lesser degree. Um, but still, yeah, honestly, I agree with you. It seemed like he built it up. That everyone would care, and that's what they think when they have those little nuggets of information. They think, yeah, 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 everyone is gonna care about this, but really, they're they're not. Like you said, they're really not. And then it always it always comes back to bite them too when they go when they go so so headstrong and like that. Well, that's um, actually what yeah, I wanted to talk about. Definitely did. It, I don't think it did though. I don't think it did bite Jamie. I don't think Jamie. I think at this point, as we sit right now with the show, I don't think Jamie has seen any kind of blowback from this at all. I think Michelle believes Jamie, actually. I think Michelle is thinking to herself, there are guys that think that I, that are questioning my authenticity. I think she believed Jamie. I think what we're going to see here in future episodes is people are going to be like, I don't know who told you that thing about Joe, but that's not true. Nobody knew what was going on. I think she's going to be able to figure out that he was lying and that nobody really cared about that situation. But as far as I can see right now, there really hasn't been any blowback for Jamie because I was thinking maybe the rose was going to get taken off his chest. But then I kind of put myself in Michelle's shoes and I was thinking, well, if I was told that, yeah, I'd be a little bit worried about my authenticity because, uh, you know, I'm, I'm hearing this from the the guy I just went on a one-on-one with and I've established some you know, trust with. And he's telling me this thing has taken on a life of its own, which is one of the biggest outright lies I've ever heard is this thing is taking on a life of its own. I mean, come on, Jamie. It's ridiculous. Um, not totally sure how I even feel about the guy, because like I said, I really wanted to root for this guy with that backstory and everything. But this was just such a such a questionable move. And then, of course, you know, they they cancel the cocktail party. Um, and then they, they move on to the row ceremony. I didn't know any of the dudes that got booted. I did not know one dude that got booted. <laughs> did you? I, I literally did not know anyone. Yeah. I, every time, every when, when all the guys went to hug her, I was like, uh, I know none of you. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Again, <laughs> going back to what we were talking about, there are so many guys that just no one knew just no one really cared. They, yeah. they just were, they had a very short time on there. But, um, the, the thing is with Jamie though, I'm sorry, circling back quick. Yeah. Um, so like with Jamie, I, I do, I will say this, it kind of was a Luke S Luke P esque move to like, just not say anything and then just kind of like shrug it, shrug it under the rug. Because then it's going to come to a point if Jamie continues kind of on this path of just t- terror, that, <laughs> that that just kind of this like calculated villainness 
it, it could be end up kind of like Luke P where he just kind of ends up twisting the truth so much that no one's going to know what the truth is anymore. Um, but the th- yeah, but we'll see, we'll see if he can, if he does I'm here that. for that. I was going to say, I'm here for that. That would make some very, very good TV. Yeah. No, that sounds that, great. Yeah, that sounds yeah. fantastic. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he has that much Luke P in him though. Honestly, Honestly, they should just recast Luke P. They should just, <laughs> just reca- bring him back. Just bring him back. I mean, come on. They they, they they recast characters sometimes. They should just recast them. You know, I don't know. Are you thinking this Jamie guy is going to become a pretty big villain, going to become a pretty hated guy? Or are you thinking that the guys might not ever find out that it was him? Well, I don't know if you caught that. I think he actually admitted it to... Did he admit it to yeah, a guy? Yeah, I think, I think to Nate. Actually, I think he may have admitted it to, to two different well, guys. If you admit it to one guy, I, I you're think, admitting yeah, it to everyone. I think he admitted it to Nate, thinking he was like a his biggest ally. And I, I do not think Nate's an ally. I think Nate's going to tell everyone about it. Oh, so, yeah. 100%. Yeah, they're definitely going to tell everybody. So, um, yep, yeah, I don't know. Joey, let's go ahead and let's dive into uh, some Episode 2 Power Rankings. It is now time. For Joey's power rankings. This is the power rankings um, of this kind episode? of for, for this episode. The most confusing part of our show every time. Because it, I swear it changes every time. Joey makes his picks and nobody knows what the hell they actually mean. Um, okay. It's kind of based off the season. So Abigail. It's kind of based off the season. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the newest installment of Joey's power rankings. These are actually your top five best of the season so far kind of what the hell are these halfway and there is joey's uh power ranking song joey explain the power rankings the power rankings at this point are um consist of mainly people's names who i know which isn't very much okay <laughs> and uh yeah who i like we're, uh, we're, we started to know these people's names a little we started to learn a little more, bit more about these people here this week though didn't we yeah, we, we definitely did some more, but I still it's still a little bit hard. Yeah. Like I I got the top couple, but then after that it is kind of hard to like still kind of uh pick out uh, who I like under that. But uh yeah, no, I got I got a top 4. Now, are these top 4 to win? These are the top 4 I think to win from what I've seen to this point. Okay. So uh, at this point these are these are your top 4 and we have an order, correct? We're going to order them 4 through 1, one being the person that you think is going to win, right? Yeah, correct. All yeah. right, well let's 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 do it. Uh, hit me at number four. So number four, um, I think it's it's okay. So funny, is it Raymond the Granny Smith guy? Raymond is Granny Smith. Okay, yeah, Granny Smith that's, Raymond. Yep, yep. That's yep. So that guy is number four for me. He, I, I, I was kind of going up and down with this guy, but honestly, I think he's like quirky enough, but not like full goober mode. Like he, he can like, <laughs> right. he's like got enough goober to be likable. Will, will, not... will you explain goober mode to people who maybe don't know what goober mode is? Yeah. So goober mode <laughs> is when you're too happy go lucky and way too smiley. Like you're making like dad jokes is like every time you speak, like it's like, okay, maybe mix in a dad joke here and there, but like not every single time you speak right, and okay. like things like that. It's like, because it's like, go- goober is a very, very common word. You hear Joey say on uh, our podcast when it comes to the bachelorette and he refers to the guys. So, okay. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Like, I mean like, and like, it's, come on. Like you can't. You're like smiling like 24 seven. It's like, come on, no one smiles 24 <laughs> seven. Right. I mean, give me a break. You know what I mean? Like, so that's go- goober. You're just too. You're smiling. All you're like, you know, it's just too much. You're just you goobering. Know? You're just goobering around. You're just yeah, goobering, it's around. Just goobering around. Okay. But I think Raymond 
has enough like charisma. He, I don't know. I just felt like he seems like a good guy, and he's kind of reminds me of um, Trey a little bit from, um, yeah. you know, his time on Bachelor in Paradise and Katie's season. It's like he's kind of yeah, he's kind of funny, just likable. I don't know. Yeah, um, I am here for that. I still can't get over the fact that he said he's a Granny Smith apple when that's the only non-red apple in existence. I'm still having a tough time getting over that. He bombed the taste test, which I find hard to believe. I feel like if you bite into a Granny Smith apple, you know that that's a Granny Smith apple. I feel, I've, and I might be wrong, but I feel like if I did a taste test, I would pass with flying colors. Could be wrong. With that being said, I kind of know what you mean. He seems like a, he seems like a nice dude. He seems like a good guy. You know, I'm here for Raymond. You know, good pick. Uh, number three. Number three. He hasn't gotten much airtime yet, but I'm going with Clayton. Um, he just seems like okay. He just seems like a super um, well-rounded guy. Really, really well-spoken. Camera seems to find him and a lot. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, I agree. I, I mean, I feel like I I see maybe a one-on-one in his near future. Um, it seems like a good dude. I don't know. I uh, I think they might hit it off again. We haven't seen that much of them interacting yet, but uh, I think we will soon. Yeah, Clayton was a guy that I noticed as well because, like I said, I just I, I think the camera has just kind of continued to follow him, and I, I think that um, people are starting to kind of take note of of him. Um, he seems like a great guy to, to, to me. He seems like he seems like a guy that's going to be one of those A-team guys. You know, we got the scrubs, we got the A-team. I definitely agree with that. I think Clayton can definitely fall into that A-team um, category as well. So, good pick numero dos. Number two, I'm going with uh, Nate. Um, yeah. You can just tell again. You can. You can. He There's, is just, yep. Yeah, he is just one of the clear front runners already. Um, it, it's interesting she had her time with joe and then she had her, and you're like oh that went well but then she had her time with nate uh on the date and um honestly like it's just again i think that like i was talking about earlier where you have people that are just spewing random bachelor one-liners that's not doing you that much good what do you mean random bats or one-liners like when jamie on the one-on-one like you light up the room i'm right right all these things like it's like you're just spewing these just generic bachelor nation one-liners and maybe that'll kind of get you a rose like for one more week but that's not gonna take you the distance like that's why nate he just seems so much more believable uh, he was dropping the like. I'm just so happy to be here, but that one's like that can kind of work. Yeah, that's but, fine. Yeah, that's fine. But he and then he just kind of like went into a more natural flow, and you could just tell it. Just he was elite. He was above a lot of the other guys, um, and it just it looked more realistic too. Like if you were actually out on a date, how would it go? Right? Like it, it, well, you know, they have the cameras there, but if if you were just you know because they were kind of strolling and and kissing and kind of like hugging and just kind of being like playful with each other it had drinks and you know it just kind of felt like more natural I, I agree I I really do agree I was impressed with Nate when he had his conversation with Michelle one-on-one he seemed you're right Joey he just seemed more natural I could appreciate the fact that he was able to joke with Michelle about the fact that he's super tall but he sucks at basketball you know he was kind of joking about the fact that he he could he missed a bunch of shots and that he sucks she's great at basketball he sucks at basketball he was kind of doing the opposite to track thing and that way I really like that I really appreciated that uh, about him and I think he just he seems like from what I've seen so far he seems like a good dude and I can also notice Michelle just kind of looks at him differently it's like the way Katie looked at Greg I could tell Greg was the front runner Greg was going to win the 
show. Greg didn't win the. Or, wait, I'm calling him Greg. Oh, that's oh, that's oh, wait, on me. That's on hold, me. Hold that's on phone. me. Stop, uh, stop I'm sorry right about now. that. Hold the no, phone. I know. I know. Grippo. 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 <laughs> so when Katie was with Grippo, Katie looked at Grippo in a different way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do it. I can't get over it. No, but, but, no, but, but we, have we have to. Gri- we have to. We have to. We have to. Katie looked at, at Grippo a completely different way. She did. She looked at him with these eyes that said, I am like falling in love with you. And I don't know if Michelle's eyes say I'm falling in love with you, but it just, it seems, it seems like a much better connection. It seems like the best connection I have seen thus far from the show. I think he was the guy that got the one-on-one row, the, the, uh, the, um, uh, first impression rose. As well, wasn't he the guy that got the first impression rose? I think he was. Nate? Yeah, yep, yep, he was. He was? Yeah, yeah I, I think that there's a very good chance he could be a winner. I think that that's a great pick at number two. And I can predict your number one, I think. But go ahead and give it to me. Yeah, or one last thing, sorry, sure. on, on number two yeah, with Nate. Yeah, I agree with you. It just feels so easy. It feels so easy with, with Nate. Like, it's like... Yeah. You know the Jason the Lead song, you, you Make It Easy? I do know that song, actually. You make it easy. All right. Okay. Didn't ask you to sing it. All right. No one probably needed that. No one needed that. Nobody needed that. Okay. Um. Anyways, yeah. Sorry. Moving on. One. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any 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 guesses? I, I am going to take a wild guess here, a wild stab, and I am going to go with Joe. Joe Coleman, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Minnesota Basketball. Mr. Basketball, indeed. And, I mean, he really was, when you saw him on that date, he really was kind of in his element. He was really taking the other dudes to school. Joey called it. like Joe's team, like, went down. They were down at the beginning. And then Joe just went complete hero ball. Joe just went absolute hero ball on everybody. Started making a bunch of shots and making a bunch of plays and stuff. Uh, It's kind of what everyone expected. But, yeah, I've been impressed with him thus far. I think he seems like a really um, good dude. He seems a little bit nervous. He seems a little bit kind of stiff, I would say. But I also think that might be kind of just indicative of his personality. We can maybe not expect that to change too much. That might just be who he is but yeah i've i've been impressed with him thus thus far and he definitely seems like a front runner to me man michelle really seems like she likes joe a lot and uh it was good for joe that he got a basketball date and she could really see because you know it'd be like the same thing joey it would be like it would be like joey if if i was on the show and they did a a guitar date, you know what I mean? Or, you know, they were on a show and it's like the thing that you're the most passionate about you get to do because they get to see you in that element. And it's like, you're kind of seeing you, you get to see the person kind of shine and do what they love to do, you know, more than anything else. And that's what you got to see. So it just all worked out for Joe because he did just kind of look like he was in his element. He looked like a basketball player, which he is. Um, everything just kind of went swimmingly for him. And, um, yeah, he seems to be, um, he seems to be a, a a pretty strong favorite, which I'm which I'm liking. You know, we got the Minnesota blood there, so he's your pick to win, right? That's your pick to win then, as of right now. As of right now, okay. um, I, I yeah, as of right now, I, I I did think that was hilarious on the date too. How, yeah, that was so scripted. His team is way down. Then he's the hero that they needed <laughs> yeah, I know. because yeah, it's like, a was, mo- it's like a Disney movie because he was an amazing college basketball player. Imagine that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, no, yeah, it was like a Disney movie. Yeah. But the thing is, I will say this. I agree with you. He seems very like he seems very nervous and very, very stiff. And I, I don't know if that's mainly or partially his, his personality or if it's, if it's just like, 
uh, I don't know if he's nervous or, or what it is, but I will say this. He he definitely needs to up his game a bit, I would say, because I actually think I might have got my own power rankings wrong, and I actually think I might have put <laughs> Nate above Joe, actually. Um, just because... How'd you get your power rankings wrong? I mean... I mean, it happens. I mean, yeah. Wait, how could yeah. it happen? It's right on your phone. You just weren't looking at your phone for a while, for a while and you forgot what order you put them in? I don't understand that. No, It doesn't I mean, happen. It shouldn't ever happen. <laughs> it doesn't just happen. No, I mean, I put them in that order, but I just changed my mind as of like 20 seconds ago. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, you're flip-flopping. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. You classic f- Joey. Flip-flip-flip-flop. You flip-flopping. We do. We need just a sound by just flip-flip-flip-flop. Flip-flip-flip-flip-flop. Oh, and dude, you know, we might have to add it five times a show. The just some air horn too, <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> yeah. Just have a hip hop air horn every once in a while for no reason. We can throw one of those in. I might throw one in right now. <laughs> I might throw one in right now. I don't know. I uh, might. I might add one in later. Yeah, I have no should, idea. Should, you should yeah, toss one in there. Yeah, yeah. We'll but see. honestly, yeah, joke is. It's. I'm gonna like toss them in though when we're making like a really serious point. You oh know? yeah, like that'd, be, that'd be great. Like it's great not timing. like it's not like a funny like like we're not like being funny at all. <laughs> and then just all of a sudden, bam, 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 bam. Do you yeah. remember that one time when you hosted a Halloween party, which is actually ironic because Halloween is in yeah. one weekend, and I think you played more air horns than <laughs> than songs. Like I just remember it was at that what was it the Van Dusen. It was at mansion. the Van. It was at the Van Dusen Mansion. Uh, yeah, where I where I work, and um, yeah, I had the opportunity to. Um, um, to, to have everybody over there for a Halloween party and I was DJing it and I discovered that I had an air horn on the machine and once I discovered I had an air horn I mean I wasn't going to stop using that thing and every single song had a whole bunch of air horn um, everywhere in it yes I remember that very fondly and yeah that's a good call we do need some air horn every every podcast could use some air horn <laughs> I think yeah. I remember you were like do you ever want do you ever uh, you guys want to hear some more air horn everyone's like yeah more air horn let's do it me 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 so classic good. i was doing some air horn on the mic i was just like pew, ba, do, 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 do. yeah but yeah good um stuff. but yeah honestly though like with joe i think i think he, she has actually kind of like I don't. I don't know. She's given him almost more credit. I think that he deserves at this point because yeah. he'll he'll like say something like super choppy and like fast and like all nervous, and then she's like, "Tell me more." And I'm like, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Like that that wasn't even like good at all. Like, come on, that was like <laughs> that was like not like come on. Like he like I don't know. You know Joey, what I mean? No, I I I like, maybe like, kind is he of. really that smooth? Like I don't know. I don't think he is. And then she's giving him so much credit. I know, but it's like it's not. It's just like it's not up for you to decide. I guess is kind of like where I'm going with this. It's like if Michelle is intrigued by it, then she's intrigued by it. <laughs> That's so the way Joey watches the show. Afterwards, I'd be like, oh come on, like that wasn't even good. And it's like Joey, like it's not. <laughs> that's not up for you to decide if it's good or not. Like Michelle's going to decide, but yeah, I, I, I mean, at the same time, I, I, I kind of know what you mean. I also just think it's kind of, again, I think it's just kind of indicative of his, his personality, maybe more of a low key, uh, type of, personality which i like you know i like that on the show it's like the antithesis to what what's his name was doing uh what was that guy's name the crazy guy peter you know it's like that the the opposite of that 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 peter guy um which which i which i like um i like peter on the show because i think he's hilarious um in terms of the merits of a human being i'm a little skeptical uh in terms of joe i i I think he seems like a good guy and um yeah i mean he I, i would say he was the big winner um of this episode as well so uh were you gonna say something no that was pretty much it i mean yeah i definitely think 
it's going to be very interesting because I think this um, knowing Joe beforehand, it seems to it's going to. I think she's kind of squashed it. I think it's going to fizzle out. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, but it'll be interesting to see if it seems like the guys may kind of come at Joe, um, maybe on future episodes. So I'm curious to see if they do and kind of how that shakes out. Because I agree, his personality does seem more kind of shy, reserved. Uh, you know, and chill. So it'll be interesting to see when yeah. he's when he's taking some heat from the yeah, other guys. Yeah, if he's taking some, some heat, stuff. what what he kind of like does. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, that's a good point. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, Joey, very well done. We are going to go ahead and wrap up. So everybody, have a great rest of your day, and we will see you guys next week. See you next time. Like MJ, I can't believe today was a good day.